You're listening to episode four of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. Today's topic is near and dear to my heart because it's something I've personally experienced. And I know it might not seem like these two things go hand in hand, but we're talking all about how your health and your energy is directly affecting the success of your business. When your energy is low, when your creativity is off, when your bottom line is struggling, it's without a doubt directly correlated to if and how you're choosing to prioritize you. So we're breaking down health, fitness, energy, nutrition, but we're doing it from an entrepreneur's perspective, someone who's busy and strung out and has big goals and vision that don't really have anything to do with their waistline or working out. And I'm giving you the routine from the supplements to the nutrition to the workouts that have helped me personally lose the weight, keep it off, but more importantly, made me healthy and catapulted me into a seven-figure business. And we're doing it all from the angle of a busy, busy, strung out business owner. So this episode, it's going to transform your life. I've been in the entrepreneurial space now for almost seven years. I was working prior to that in a corporate atmosphere, desk job, nine to five, and there was really no coincidence that my health and my energy were kind of mirroring my work life. I was unfulfilled, unhappy, underpaid, stressed out, and kind of miserable. But at the same time, if you looked at my health, it looked a lot like that too. And I was going through this phase of really leaning heavily on my wet blanket of my bad knees. Now, I was like 22, and I was playing this narrative over and over about, oh, I can't do those intense workouts, or I don't have time to worry about my nutrition. Or I don't have the money to deal with proper supplementation or eating healthy. And up to that point, I was almost 60 pounds heavier than when I'm truly healthy and at my goal weight. I can't say the now because I'm eight months pregnant. So it skews the data a little bit. But I had had a handful of knee surgeries starting my first one when I was 15 up into my 20s. And that kind of became my comfort zone. Like, oh, I've had these knee surgeries, so that's why I'm gaining the weight. Or I've had these knee surgeries, that's why I can't focus on my workouts or why I'll never, you know, get truly healthy again. And once I was ready to step into this whole new world of entrepreneurship, like I was really starting to get passionate about the concept of leaving this full-time job and starting something on my own, I realized that I had to take control of my health first. That had to be the foundation upon which I built a successful business. And I know people often think they can skip this part because they think they can grit and grind and put their nose to the grindstone and just build this awesome business or like bring this idea to life. When the reality is, is if you don't have the physical energy, if you have brain fog, if you have these symptoms that are holding you back from being the best version of you, how is it that you're going to be bringing the best version of your business forward? You just can't do it. So once I went all in on my health, that's when my business and my entrepreneurial journey started to mirror my health in a positive way. And I saw that there was a direct correlation. 
Now, I'm someone who I was an athlete my whole life, but I would never say that I was passionate about fitness or passionate about nutrition. I grew up in uh, an ethnic family and the world revolves around food, specifically Italian feasts and Arabic feasts. And that's what I lived for. And I had no interest in learning all the ins and outs of nutrition or about fitness. It just wasn't my jam. But I started to become obsessed with optimizing my body, optimizing my gut and my brain so that I could operate at the highest possible level as a leader, as a business owner. It was directly affecting my income. The more healthy I got, the more in control I got of my body, the more confident I became, the more that came forth in what I was bringing to the table in my business. It helped me in how I could help my clients. And I saw a direct effect on my bottom line. But as busy entrepreneurs, we convince ourselves that our health, it has to take the back burner because we don't have the time. A lot of times, We are neck deep in work, whether it's our nine to five and then grinding after work, trying to get this idea off the ground. We can't even begin to process the thought of working out or meal prepping or proper supplementation or preemptive doctor's visits. Like we're going to the doctor if we're borderline dying and that's about it. And we just don't have the bandwidth for more than that. And that's the narrative that we tell ourselves as entrepreneurs. But Really, we're doing ourselves a massive disservice, and that's such short-sighted thinking. So I'm going to challenge you today to think outside the box with me, to open your mind to what's possible, to realize that that limited thinking is going to limit you in your business, in your ideas, in your ability to let your light shine on the world. You really want to be a respected expert in your field, to be recognized for your thought leadership and your impact and increase your income and deliver value, you have to stop thinking that you don't have the bandwidth for certain things and start looking at the cost if you don't take this more seriously and prioritize your health first. And I know this is going to be like nails down a chalkboard for a lot of you because you just don't believe it yet. But I'm going to ask you to trust me for the next little bit just for this episode and hear me out because I want to give you practical, tangible strategies and ways of thinking that will make a difference quickly in a big way, not just on your body and your health and how you feel every day, but also on the impact and the legacy that you're leaving and the business you're building and the family you might have. All of those things matter. There's a reason that when you get on a plane and they come down the aisle, they tell you to put your oxygen mask on you first before your own kids. And it's not because our kids aren't important. It's because you can't pour from an empty cup. If you're not here, you cannot let your light shine. If you're only here as a bump on a log, you can't serve. I've made my health a massive priority in my life. It is my greatest expense by far, and I'm going to explain that to you. And it became such back before I even had the money to invest. And you know what happened? Everything started to shift in a positive spiral in my life. When my health was crap, so were my relationships. When my health was garbage, so were my finances. When my health came last, so did my happiness. When my health was terrible, so was my trajectory, my energy, my contribution to the world. So in making that shift, and I'm going to give you the step-by-steps, everything changed for the better. At some point, if you don't calibrate your health and realize that you're choosing, yes, it is a choice, you'll hear me say that a lot this episode, to neglect the one body you have, the one that is delivering the content, expanding the business, 
recording the podcast, trying to get creative juices flowing, you're making a choice to cap your potential, which means you're making a choice to cap your income. And I'm so overhearing that people can't find the time or the money to optimize their health. I get it. When I started my business, I had that same belief system too. Like, I really don't have the time. I'm already getting up before the sun and I'm going to bed so late and I'm hardly getting any sleep. And I'm like paying off student loans and I'm trying to keep my head above water and pay my bills as someone who's newly out of college. Like, I can't afford to be buying things for me that are what I would say at the time unnecessary. But really, we can't create 30 minutes in our day to make sure that you're body just doesn't quit on you or that your brain doesn't operate at 10% versus 90%, that your energy doesn't rely on a double espresso shot that costs your sorry butt seven bucks every day, that's where we're losing out. And I was listening to a podcast the other day, which by the way, podcasts are great. And it's an awesome resource for learning how to become more obsessed with your health and your energy. I listen to shows like the Model Health Show or the Healthy Mama podcast or different things that just enlighten me to worlds that I wasn't super familiar with so I could more easily absorb knowledge about things like nutrition or fitness. And they referenced an interview where Tony Robbins was quoted saying, if you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life. And it kind of comes down to that narrative we tell ourselves. It's not that we don't have the time. It's just how we use that time and how we choose to prioritize our time. And we convince ourselves of a lot of things, but if you don't find that 10 to 60 minutes each day to ensure that the temple you're operating out of is functioning, what are you doing? What message are you sending? How do you expect to get ahead? And how do you expect people to respect you? You just don't know what you're sacrificing when you're making that choice. And I can speak to that because I did it for a long time. I had no idea what I was capable of becoming. I had no idea that the food I was eating, the way I was treating my body, the lack of confidence I had in myself, all those things were affecting who I was becoming. And today I want to help you not only see how you're limiting what's possible for you by putting this so far down your to-do list, but I'm also going to give you simple, doable solutions that even the busiest, most strung out entrepreneur, mom, whatever you are, can bring into your life and help you uncap that potential. Because remember, potential is just potential unless you're doing something with it. But the best part is you're going to feel so good and so empowered and you will never look at your health the same way. Your clients, your spouse, your kids, your business, they don't just want a physically present you. They want you, the energized, alive, creative, passionate, empowered you. That's what they need. So if you think you're doing them a favor, By putting yourself last and martyring yourself for the sake of everybody else, you're not. You're not doing any of those things or those people any favors, and especially not you. So no more thinking from that victim mindset of, oh, I have to give to everyone else. I don't have time for myself. You can't keep thinking you can rescue everyone else while choosing, yes, choosing, there it is again, to neglect yourself, period. This is where you're going to look in the mirror and make yourself this promise. I'm going to have the best, most healthy year of my life. And I know that it's going to open more doors than straight out hustle ever could. So today we're diving in and I'm going to give you everything I got 
And yeah, we kind of have to cover some of these things on a surface level. So what would help me is as you listen to this episode, if you hear a topic like proper supplementation or fitness or nutrition specifically, or how to create a routine or any of those things we're going to cover, since we don't have all the time in the world to dive deep into these things, I want you to screenshot the episode, tag me, and let me know what you want to hear more about because I'll do a more in-depth episode based on what people are seeking. So the first thing I had to do in this journey of kind of self-discovery in the health area was get to know my body. So I was going through this phase where I was having such severely painful digestive issues, like bloating, and I felt like if I ate something, I would take a bite and I'd be so full for a half a day that I couldn't eat anything. It was just awful. And I knew in my heart of hearts that something had to be wrong. And I went to multiple doctors and I finally went to this, this GI and he said, listen, you need to get scoped. Like there's something up. So I go in as a 21, 22 year old to get a freaking colonoscopy. Who the heck wants to do that at that age? Not me. So I go in, I get an endoscopy, a colonoscopy, and I wake up from the procedure and I'm just waiting for the news. And I get the news I wasn't expecting and that I wasn't prepared for. And the doctor says to me, Elizabeth, um, we did your colonoscopy, we did your endoscopy, we checked everything out, and there's nothing wrong with you. You just need to take better care of yourself. And it was like a kick to the gut that you wouldn't believe. Not that I wanted to hear something terrible, but at least that would have taken the responsibility off of me. It wasn't something I was doing. It was just some disease I had. It wasn't something I was doing. It was just something hereditary. It wasn't something I was doing, but I was just allergic to something. But nope, the reality of the situation was I, as a 21-year-old, a fully capable 21-year-old, just was making the choice to not take care of herself. And because of it, I felt like crap. So I had to get to know my body. In that moment, I made a decision, no more. I'm not living the rest of my life like this. I can't live the rest of my life like this. It's affecting everything. Because when you don't have confidence, when you don't fit in your clothes, when you are sluggish, when you have brain fog, when you have constant fatigue, when you have digestive pain, do you think you're in healthy, happy relationships? Do you think you're focused on your visions and your dreams? Do you think you're bringing those things to life? No. You're living in an alternate reality where you beat yourself up, you go through vicious cycles, and you can't get out of it. So I had to stop convincing myself that I was, quote, eating healthy and working out because that wasn't working. At that point in my life, I was going to the gym six days a week. I was eating healthy foods, and I was still over 50 pounds overweight. I didn't understand what worked for my body and what was slowing me down or what would serve me. So some of the things that I did to help understand what worked for me was develop my health team. And it's one of the best things that I've ever done for my life. I've done it for the last seven years and it's served me tremendously. And like I said, I've made a choice to make health my greatest expense because if I'm not here, nothing can flow through me. I can't bring anything to the world. So that should always be my greatest expense. Never will something be presented to me that can serve my health in a tremendous way, that can make a difference in my life. And never again is my reaction, that's too expensive. Sure, I'll research, I'll find the best options, but I understand and I accept and I welcome the fact that my health is my greatest asset to me and my greatest expense 
because it needs to be nurtured. So I developed my health team. I shifted my family from just going to a primary care to a naturopathic doctor because I started to learn a lot about combining both Eastern and Western medicine. And I wanted someone who would look at the root cause of problems and not just try and treat symptoms. An example of that is my son, Jack, has had bad eczema since for as long as I can remember. I think within the first month of his life, we started to notice it. And we were going to both his primary care and then they were sending us to dermatologist and the answer was always the same. Oh, that itchy red rash, here's what you're going to slap on it. You're going to use this steroid cream, you're going to use this hydrocortisone or whatever it was. And they were trying to treat the symptoms. Never did they ask what he was eating. They didn't ask anything about what he was exposed to in his environment. And as soon as we went to the naturopathic doctor, they started to look at the root causes, the potential root causes. And they started to say, okay, you know, What's he having in his diet? Let's try eliminating this. Or what are you using in your detergents? Or what kind of materials are his clothes made of? All those things that could be actually causing the problem because we wanted a solution. So a naturopathic doctor was the first step for us and for our family. I've been going to a chiropractor literally since the day I was born. My uncle's a chiro and my mom had him come to the hospital right after I was born and I got my first adjustment within 24 hours of coming into this world. So I've believed so strongly in chiropractic care my whole life, and I have my family and my children in chiropractic care too. I also started going to see an acupuncturist, and I tried nutrition response testing. And the point is, I'm not giving you this list to say, hey, you need to go get this team stat. If you want to build a big business, you've got to be paying thousands of dollars out of pocket to have all these people treating you for all these different things. No, my point is do your research. Don't try and treat your symptoms. Try and find people who are going to allow you to advocate for yourself and be an advocate for you and not make you feel stupid and not make you feel like you shouldn't have gone and researched that. You don't know what you're talking about. They want to hear from you. My appointments with all of these people, they want me doing more of the talking than them preaching at me because they don't know what I'm doing day to day. They have to ask. And a lot of this came from trial and error. I worked with a nutritionist at one point to do some food elimination diets to see what foods were causing the bloating or what foods were causing the brain fog. Like if you have all these different symptoms, don't assume it's just who you are or how you have to live. They're coming from something. So I established a team of people who are smarter than me that could help me figure that out. And with all that said, I'm not against modern day medicine. I am exceptionally grateful for it, but I like to couple it with more holistic natural medicine that's willing to hear me out and look at the symptoms as a clue, not something to just slap a Band-Aid on. Because when you can start to fix those root causes, you can start to feel more the way your body is intended to feel. You can start to operate almost like you're flipping a switch and getting back to your factory settings. Do you know how much that matters when you're trying to research to write a podcast or when you're trying to develop an online course or when you're working with a client who needs you to help them level up in leadership? If you're coming to the table with all these horrible symptoms and feeling like garbage, that's not going to allow you to operate at your best level. So once I kind of established my team, we also started to look at proper supplementation and nutrition. And it's so sad because now 
the food that we're getting exposed to is stripped of its nutrients. It's not the same food that our parents, even us as kids, or our parents or our grandparents were eating. It's the way it's grown, mass-produced, and processed. So you have to look at both the food that you're eating or the food that you're not getting enough of, and then supplementation. Back over seven years ago, when I was feeling terrible, and I was thinking I was doing the right things, like going to the gym and quote, I have to say quote, because I thought I was eating healthy, but like low fat and diet this and low calorie that and whatever else doesn't mean healthy. I was also supplementing. I was going to the drugstore and buying the vitamin D and the vitamin C and all the things, the buzzwords that you'd hear at the time. And I was taking them. I didn't have any clue about the sources of these supplements. And I'd say 99% of the time, if you're buying it at a local drugstore, it's not going to cut it. And you don't even want to know what's in them. When I started working with a nutritionist who was having me cut out certain types of food, she had me bring in my supplements. And she turns the bottle. She's like, where'd you get this? CVS? Turns the bottle around. I look at the ingredients. In my mind, it says vitamin D across the front. So I think I'm getting vitamin D. On the back, under the ingredients, there were like 10 ingredients I didn't recognize And some of them that I did, like soy and gluten as a preservative, and all this crap that I was putting in my body when I thought I was doing myself good, I ended up throwing out the hundreds of dollars worth of junk supplements that I bought at the drugstore and tossed them. And I've since learned, and I'll share what sources I personally believe in, none of which are paying me to say this. They're just ones that I've researched, found, and really have served me, which are brands that I trust and I respect. But I can also give you the list of the supplements that I'm personally taking, but it's really kind of useless to you. Like if I give you my list and you go out and you purchase these things, even from these really reputable brands, your body might be craving something completely different than me. Like if I have certain deficiencies that you don't have, you might not need the vitamins or the supplements that I'm taking. So this might be for another episode. And and all of this stuff, by the way, is stuff I go into way deeper with my one-on-one clients. Like we break down a plan. Even if you come to me saying, hey, my goal is to earn, go from six to seven figures this year in my business and to launch a course and whatever. This is the first thing we talk about. Because if you don't have this in check, that other stuff is not going to happen. So I go into this in way more depth personally with my one-on-one clients and also in my online course. So you can check all that stuff out in the show notes for the details. But your body might be craving something very different. So that's why I recommend working with someone like a naturopath who can do a deficiency test or a nutrition test or a food sensitivity test and help give you some guidance. So the things that I typically take on a regular basis are things like vitamin D, because we now live in Wisconsin where it's wintered, uh, I don't know, like 10 months of the year, <laughs> vitamin B6. I'm currently pregnant, so that's helped a lot with both nausea and energy. I take turmeric because I have, I do have bad knees. <laughs> I do have crappy joints and I'm trying to reduce inflammation. I take vitamin C, things like magnesium. Most people, almost all people are deficient in magnesium, but you have to have it from the right source. So do your research, work with someone who can guide you. Supplement brands that I trust, standard process, pure encapsulations, Nordic Naturals, innate response formulas, Genestra brands, those are ones that I've done my research on. My naturopath and the other members of my team have recommended to me, and I know they don't have the junk in them that a lot of others do have. So supplementation is so key, but 
Honestly, what I've done for the last seven years, I've also used a really nutrient-dense shake that makes things mindless for me. So like as a busy mom slash entrepreneur, I know that it would be really beneficial for me to go out, spend 80 bucks on all these fruits and vegetables and whole foods and whip myself up an incredibly expensive, probably disgusting tasting (laughs) shake that would have a lot of these nutrients coming from whole foods because I don't want to invest that level of time and money because there are other solutions out there. I started this entire journey with Shakeology, and that's something that I don't blanket everyone. Everyone needs the same thing, but that's something that a lot of my clients have leaned heavily on, especially my busy business owner clients, because it's a kind of like the no-brainer way of getting whole food nutrition and the right level of proper supplementation into your body in an affordable way. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure you connect so that I can guide you on that course. But the other piece is food as medicine, fuel, and information. So sometimes we look at food as like, oh, we need a calorie deficit so we can lose the weight. We need to go keto so that we can drop the pounds. You know, we need to eat paleo. Like there are a bunch of different options that you can explore that might be right for you. We have to remember that food can be medicine. It can be fuel and information. Enough chalking up your symptoms as a loss or your standard. They aren't. They're telling you something of incredible value. And if you're ignoring it, it's going to perpetuate. Every symptom has a root cause. So if you wake up feeling like hell, or if you have that midday crash every day and you lean on that double latte or whatever it is you get each day, or you get bloated, or you have eczema or acne or feel sluggish or have brain fog, there's an incredibly good chance that your body isn't agreeing with what you're ingesting or is asking you to take in something that you're not getting enough of. And I already mentioned that a lot of the foods that we eat, we are not getting the nutrients that we think we're getting even when we're eating what seem to be the right foods because of how they're stripped of their quality. Do you remember... I don't know if your mom had one, but my mom had a bread box, and I know that her mother had one. And the purpose of the bread box was to keep your bread in it. Go figure. And the reason that they had to keep their bread in a bread box was because they needed it so it wasn't exposed to light and it would help the bread last a little bit longer. But bread was only something that you kept in your house for a couple days before it would start to go bad or mold. Do you notice that the big brands in the big box stores that sit on the shelf for months, don't mold, don't get stale. Is that telling you something? Gluten of today is not the gluten of our parents' generation. That's why there's an ungodly sore in sensitivities and allergies and issues with gluten. It's not because it's trendy to be gluten-free or to be celiac or gluten-sensitive. It's because gluten has now not only been totally morphed in the process of how it's made, but it also is being used as a preservative. It's being pumped into things like bread so that your Pepperidge Farm bread can legit sit on your shelf feeling soft and cushy and delicious for months on end without a single speck of mold in the daylight. That's a problem. So when I started to learn about these things like gut health and how gluten and certain grains affect the body, and affect the gut, and how the gut is actually the command center of the body and affects your brain, all of this stuff, like I felt like my head was spinning. So I just had to take this information in bite-sized pieces based on 
what my body needed, what changes I knew I had to make. And I would read books like Grain Brain or Wheat Belly to better understand this new age phenomenon of what's going on with our food. And there are so many resources at our fingertips. You know how I always say, like, there's never an excuse why you can't build an epic business right now because everything you need is on Google. The same goes for your health. So this might not be an area of interest for you, but living and living healthily is something that should be an area of interest for you, if for no other reason, so that you can perform at your best level. So start exploring these different worlds of maybe trying to cut certain things out or bring new things in. And if you need a place to start and you're kind of freaked out by this whole thing and you're starting to like revert back to that old narrative, uh, I don't have the time or I don't have the money or I don't know how to do this or whatever it is, keep it simple. The best thing you can do is find a simple place to start and go basic. You don't need a fancy diet. You don't need to go buy a bunch of books. You don't need to do anything but bring in more good food, real food, and get rid of the processed crap. And you can do that one step at a time. You don't have to do it all at once. The next time you go grocery shopping, don't shop the aisles, shop the perimeter. That's where you have access to more of the organic, clean, healthy foods. And when you go home, start tossing the stuff with the ingredients that you don't recognize because there's a problem there if you're reading something and you can hardly say it. And then start looking at what's on your plate. It's not just about what you need to eliminate. It's what you need to get more of. So your ratio of veggies to protein to starches or whatever it is you need to be eating more of. And then seek out great sources of nutrition, like things that are really dense in nutrients. And just find resources that give you information on this stuff. Guys, there are so many podcasts. Like, I know I'm just generally touching on these things today. And like I said, if you're interested to dive in deeper on one of these topics, I'm happy to share at a deeper level on a separate episode or bring someone on to shed even more light than I could on my own. But when you're feeling overwhelmed, and if you are, you know, a busy business owner or a mom or working full time or working full time with a side hustle or dreaming about a side hustle, whatever it is, I want to share the things that work for me. I lean heavily on my shake. Like I have it every day. It helps me with my nutrition and making sure that I'm getting everything I need. It helps keep me full. It helps give me the nutrients I need. And it helps me to get the fiber and the protein and the antioxidants and the superfoods and the phytonutrients and all the things that I don't even know what they're like half of them are about and helps my brain feel more clear, my digestion work more uh, efficiently to keep the weight off, all those things that are important to me, but don't require a ton of my time or my money. So find tools that work for you. And I offer to my listeners guidance through that process if you're looking for it. So the dreaded topic, fitness. I know you don't want to work out. You don't have time to work out or you are working out, but is it working? For someone like me, I have two kids, another one on the way, I'm a business owner. I actually own two businesses. I host a podcast. Among many other things, I need and require efficient and effective. Generally speaking, I'm working out anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes a day, and that's it. And again, I'm eight months pregnant, so take that with a grain of salt, but let's pretend that I'm not. Prior to pregnancy and post-pregnancy, I have been for the last several years in the best shape of my life working out a fraction of the time that I used to when I went to the gym. But the key is making a choice to go all in on whatever it is you're committing to. 
It's about a mindset more than it's about what plan you choose. And yes, you need the right plan, but the reality is, is that you can pay whatever you want and get whatever you want, but if you're not prioritizing your fitness routine and you're not believing that you are going to commit fully to this as much as you're committing to everything else in your life that you have already made a priority, it doesn't matter the plan you choose. I've literally worked with thousands of people in the health space for the last seven years because a large part of how I mentor my clients to success in their business is by building a foundation of health, energy, and understanding of their physiology. And the ones that have a solid fitness routine, even if it's like 15 minutes in place, they are the ones that are crushing it in their businesses. You've got to give your body a chance to release those hormones and get that blood pumping. It makes such an epic difference in what your brain is capable of doing each day. And anyone that comes to the table to work with me, when we kind of go over a whole assessment of their life and all the different areas, when we get to their health and what they're struggling with, if they're not feeling creative or energetic or any of those symptoms we kind of talk about that we don't even connect back to our health, we start with a plan and their beliefs around that plan to get them on the right track with their energy, their fitness, their nutrition, and their health. We change that narrative. It goes from I don't have time or I don't have money to the cost is too great not to focus on this. I have too much to accomplish not to make this a priority. And I also think that all entrepreneurs, especially in that hustle phase, you've got to be working out from home, period. Your time is not best spent dinking around on equipment that isn't yielding you fast, effective results. Your time is not best spent driving to and from the gym. You can go to the gym or you can go to classes. That's going to cost you money, but you need a set plan to follow from home too. So that in those days where you are truly incredibly busy or batching content or working on your course or researching, you don't have the excuse of, oh, I don't have time to drive to the gym because you do something at home and you have a plan. You have a plan that you stick to and you commit to. And something that has helped me so much has been using, I kind of use this system that is like the Netflix of workouts and meal plans. Like I have access by the year, it's really affordable. And the workouts range anywhere from like 10 minutes all the way up to over an hour. And I can find workouts that are like heavy lifting or HIIT workouts or dance workouts or prenatal workouts or yoga or Pilates. And so I can kind of like flavor of the day it based on what my body needs or is craving, fit something in, and I never have that excuse that I can't do it. So if you want more info on that system, just make sure you connect because I love walking people through the systems I use that work because I can relate to you guys. Like I know what it's like to be in the trenches or to be in the process of imagining building something and feeling so overwhelmed by the prospect of prioritizing something that you don't think is going to help you get to where you ultimately want to go, but this is how you're going to get there. And one of the ways that you're going to master this is nailing your routine. It's going to save you time, it's going to save you money, and it's going to save your life. Like with everything in life, you've got to establish a habit. You got to start first thing in the morning. How you wake up, how you start your day dictates how the rest of your day is going to go. So It's very important that you establish a morning routine and that you set this morning routine up around triggers. This is something I learned a few years back and it shifted everything for me because I would come up with this awesome plan. Okay, like I'm going to work out and I'm going to follow this plan and I'm going to take my supplements and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. 
And I would kind of just want to create this habit out of thin air. Like I was going to wake up one day and just start doing it. But what would happen is I would do it for like a week and then life would happen and it'd fizzle out. But when you can attach a new behavior or a new habit to a trigger that you already do, everything changes. For example, I'm going to share my morning routine and I'll give you some examples of some of the triggers that I associate these things with so that they became habit. So when I wake up, the first thing I do is I take an internal bath. We bathe our external body, but we don't realize the value after a long night's sleep of taking an internal bath, drinking water, high quality water. Your body has been sitting dehydrated for however many hours you've been sleeping. It needs hydration. So the trigger, this is going to sound ridiculous. The trigger I associate with my internal bath is as soon as I sit up in my bed and my feet come over the edge of my bed to get up before I stand up, I drink, I already have it by the bed from the night before, 30 ounces of water. Now you can do 10 ounces, you can do five, you can do 20, you can do 40. I don't care. But you have to hydrate your body and you have to associate it with trigger because what was happening was I told myself, oh, I'm going to drink more water. I'll drink water when I wake up. But I didn't put the bottle by the side of my bed. So that meant I had to go out into the kitchen and get it. By the time I got to the kitchen, I'd forget what I was doing. So if I associate it with something that I know that I'm going to do, which is put my feet over the side of the bed and before I allow myself to get up, drink this water, then I do it. Then I go into five minutes of prayer and gratitude. Sometimes that's writing something. Sometimes it's just quietly praying or saying what I'm thankful for because it starts your day on the right foot. Your mindset affects your physical body. And then I do five minutes of something energizing. This isn't like my workout for the day. This is just to get my energy up because I immediately feel like this adrenaline rush, almost like I'm drinking caffeine. And I'm currently totally caffeine-free, giving my adrenals a major break and during this pregnancy especially. So I'll do a good stretch, five minutes of yoga. Like I'm talking short and sweet or a quick hit, like jumping jacks and push-ups. It doesn't have to be anything revolutionary. The point is that you're just getting your body moving and getting it feeling good. And that's when, after I kind of get up, start moving, feel a little better, I go into my workout, which is usually 20 to 30 minutes. And then I drink my shake. And then when I go upstairs to take my shower, I dry brush first. So you can Google dry brushing. You can learn a little bit more about it, but it helps to boost your energy. It's really good for your skin and it helps to flush out your lymph nodes. It's just a really good, healthy, quick practice. Hop in the shower. I have breakfast, which is always something energy inducing, and I read. And then I start my day. And I don't go into my phone or anything prior to any of this stuff. Because as soon as I open my phone, I've lost control of my day. Someone else is telling me where I need to be, what I need to be doing, telling me how I need to feel. So all of this is without my phone in hand. So if you feel like you're excited about the prospect of this, and you're like, awesome, I'm going to do it. And then you think to yourself, crap, I've tried this like 50 times before, and I always fizzle out and I quit. You're missing a key piece accountability. If you don't have someone or something to remain accountable to, of course you're going to fizzle out. Life is going to throw you curveballs. Work is going to get crazy. Your boss is going to be demanding. Your kids are going to get sick. You're going to have sleepless nights, all the things. So what is it that's going to keep you on track and keep you prioritizing this aspect of your life no matter what happens? 
What is going to make you treat this like breathing air, eating food, hopefully taking a shower, like a non-negotiable? It's like with anything, if we aren't accountable to it, it doesn't matter how excited we are. We will quit when things get hard. And that's why people hire coaches for businesses. They take courses. They join masterminds. They do a Bible study when they're trying to improve their faith. Like they have community and support and accountability and someone to show up for other than just themselves. So who are you going to use? What are you going to do? A personal trainer is great, but if you can afford it and you can work with them every day, do it. If you can't, use an online coach, online accountability groups. I run them all the time because this is such a big piece of what I do. I am a personal brand and freedom stylist, and the way you increase your personal brand and your level of freedom in your life starts with health. So I run online accountability groups because I know that's a missing piece for people. And two things, two little kitschy things that I do and my husband does, when I start a new program or a new plan, I write out a contract for myself and I sign it and I hang it where I can see it every single day because it helps me stay accountable to myself and it helps me to become more disciplined. Because yes, it helps to have a coach to be accountable to, but at what point are you going to value yourself enough to be accountable to you? And the second thing I do is let's say I'm doing a 21-day program or a 90-day program or a 100-day program or whatever it is. We draw out (laughs) however many boxes that program is or that plan is, and we draw it with a dry erase marker on our bathroom mirror. I have one. My husband has one. And we check it off every day. And because we can see each other's calendar, it helps us hold each other accountable. But it allows me to hold myself accountable too, because I can see, you know, if I skip a day, I don't like that feeling. I like to check my boxes. So I have that up there. So those are two little tricks I use. So if you're still listening, (laughs) one, know that I'm impressed by you. And I'm proud of you because it means that you have enough of an interest in your health, in your life, in your optimizing who you are becoming and what you can bring to the world, that you are still tuned in, learning what you can do to improve. And I understand, because I've been there, that talking about health and fitness might not sound in total alignment with monetizing and scaling your brand and business, but they do go hand in hand. So to help make this adoption of new habits and new ways of thinking more seamless for you, I've created a week-long meal plan that's getting rid of the processed stuff. It's super simple. It's for the busy go-getter, and it's to help you get started. And I'm offering to my listeners only a free consultation with me to help you create and establish the right plan that's going to enhance your life and your business. Imagine a life where you feel energized without caffeine and you feel like all of your brain fog has disappeared and you feel empowered by who you are becoming and you feel like nutrition is no longer a stress for you or something that you don't know how to handle and fitness isn't something that's pulling teeth but something you naturally do every day. Like imagine if this were easy for you and you saw the positive effects of it every single day, not just in your body or in your mind, but in your business in the end result. And I am all about efficiency and results and building your life and your mission on a solid foundation of health. So you can go out there and you can make a massive impact in the world. I don't want or nor am I talking to the people who just 
want to do a little something, something on the side. I'm talking to the people who know that they are called to something more in their lives and they are hitting roadblocks and they can't figure out why. And I'm here to tell you that this is one of the pieces and we're going to fix it. So be sure to check out the show notes for all the details on how to get access to those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies. And I cannot wait to see you live and choose to live your healthiest year ever. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.